0: the newest indoor adventure in the four keeps holiday special for the year 2020 Today is December 28th, 2020, and you are loved, and that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Ghosts of Saltmarsh, Curse of Strahd, Tomb of Annihilation, as well as Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and a slew of other games, including our Tyrant Security game run by Cyberwolf 1201, and Rhyme of frost maiden currently being run by our very own danae keener um if you are more of an audio cast inclined individual hey guess what don't worry if you go uh to anywhere audio casts are made available for free you can find us there under the same moniker and speaking of things that are being made available for free if you go to patreon.com slash adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us on that there Patreon to listen to your answers. The easiest way to ask those questions, Twitch chat to the side, or there's a link to our Discord in the description below this video or audio cast. So you can join us there. Uh, and then we will do our best to respond in kind. But if you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on Twitch, YouTube, all of those other wonderful places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this amazing show even more? Hey, guess what? We got you covered. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, clocks, shower curtains, aprons, and most importantly, as 2020 comes to a close, we also have Tia masks. That's right, we got face masks with the symbol of Tia upon them, where all of the proceeds end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So, if you would like to help support a good show or so help support a good cause or help support the show, you can go to indooradventure.redbubble.com That's indooradventure, no S at the end, .redbubble.com But that is it for my spiel. So, hey RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey
1: everybody, I'm RJ, he, him, but tonight I'll be playing Calum, the Shadokai wizard cleric, also he, him.
2: Hello, I'm LB Hackamup, and I'll be playing Gwen, the halfling barbarian fighter, both she, her.
3: Hoi. I'm Cyber, he, him. Now I'm gonna be playing Arjon, the Draconian Ranger,
0: who also uses he, him.
4: Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener, she, her, and I'm gonna be playing as Corey under the Eildred Paladin, she, her.
0: And I am the Indoor Adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your Dungeon Master. So, last we left, off. Your group had successfully started a revolution in the illustrious fortress, a Fey Dark Femorian fortress found miles and miles and miles beneath the surface of the Autumn Isle within the Fey Wild. As you started this revolutionary process, you went into a staged play with the Fomorian leader, the Dyson, where after a showy battle that ended rather quickly. Uh, Having gone through the three different acts of this play, you were able to defeat the Fomorian Fortress's leader. Uh, It was at that point that your dear friend, um Frostmaiden Lair, yes, I can do that as well. Uh, That your dear friend, Osmond, the voice of the revolution, uh, let everyone know that they were able to teleport again. And that the time was now. This was your time beneath the surface. Uh, And that is when you all felt uh, the air of this entire city change. uh, As the people here began to free themselves from the shackles that bound them previously, now having access to their teleportation magics once again. It was also during this time that Cory landed the finishing blow on the Dyson and for a brief moment glowed with a strange golden energy that then quickly dissipated. And... As the camera sort of swivels around this town, you see that all of these uh Aladrin that had been told before, hey, guess what? Uh you have rose cheeks, a made-up illness that Corey had delivered upon them, now have weapons and are currently rising up against the people that would try and keep them down the eladrin lycanthropes within the silver hold have are now in the process of spilling out and you see them coming out of the cave mouth that once held them in a stampede of color ranging from blues to pinks to greens just brilliantly colored lycanthropes all storming out of their cages looking for just a weensy bit of revenge and then we go back to our party members here inside of the amphitheater. And the world seems to slow down around you as you watch as the impoverished Aladrin that were there with these Fomorian, uh, with their Fomorian slaveholders begin steadily pulling out arms from uh, from hidden belts, that sort of thing. And as they are going to begin Assaulting those that would keep them down, snow begins to fall inside of this fortress. And you guys can hear what sounds like bells. And there is a strong uh, bluster of wind that seems to course through this amphitheater and begins to wrap around each of the four of you. And this is something that has happened to you several times before now at this point um and you are all feeling your corporeal senses begin to lighten and there is a flash of light and the next thing you know you are on this rather large cumbersome looking sled two seats in the front two seats in the back Uh, being pulled by what looks like a centaur-shaped creature um, who turns around and looks at you and you can see they are just chiseled Uh, they have straight rippling chest big white flowy beard a little red hat along their head and who could it be But Santar, the friend that you have made from the Holiday Nexus all these years, and he greets you all with a jovial smile as you are all coursing through this interdimensional space before you come to a halt, and you are inside of uh, the Holiday Nexus Fortress, uh, the place where Santar does most of his... uh, most of his dispersal for gifts, that sort of thing. Uh, previous year uh, that you had been here, it was actually in a little bit of a disarray as a, uh, a piece of automation software that Santar had developed named Hal, uh had actually gotten a little bit uh, out of sorts and, uh caused quite a disturbance for uh, the inhabitants of the holiday nexus. Uh, but as this um, sled comes to a stop, Santar uh, looks back towards you and kind of like undoes the stirrups that he has on his chest to allow him to pull this large sleigh and just... Well, it's good to see all of you. Uh, Happy holidays. I know it's- Santa!
5: Gwen! And
0: he like leans down on his front hooves to give you a big hug and picks you up. Sets you back down. Divine sense. (laughs) Fucking Faye. 110%. See,
2: Cory? I told you he was real.
3: Cory is sus. what, what
0: do you want now? Well, is there any way to greet our best friend? Santar <laughs> looks at all of you just, I just alright, so it's not necessarily what I'm wanting and you all hear a thud come from the underside of the sleigh Santar just, what the hell? And He kind of like clops over he reaches down and you hear him drag something and then pull something up by a leg. And it is Baba Farrell, the night hag that ah! actually helped you escape. <gasps> He's just sort of like- Oh my God. Huh? Grandma I know got where run you're... over uh... by a reindeer.
4: Ah! <sighs> I know where you're going with this, you goddamn beautiful creature.
2: <laughs> what, uh, what is this? You... That's...
0: That would be a night hag.
2: She's chill though. Big
0: grin, full of pointing teeth, and just—is she frozen? No, she's like animated with all of oh. you. She seems to have hopped on for a ride, and just look—there was a lot of revolution going on back there that was just starting. I may have done some not great things. I will admit to that, and I didn't want to end up with a knife in my belly. Air.
2: Er. Wait, Corey. can other people
0: see whenever this shit happens? I sort of thought that it was, you know, yes, out of time. And then Santar squints. Normally they're not able to. And she just sort of like, eh. Corey hops down off of her sled.
4: Or off of, not her sled, gosh. This is my sled now, baby. Uh, No, she's going to hop down off of the sled. Um... And, like, kind of walk over, um, sort of, like, thumbs in her belt, like, uh, like, don't worry, citizens, I'll take care of this. Um, and she walks up to Santor and says, uh, hello there, I am Corey. Uh, I am the Kalen of the Fallen Leaves.
0: Oh, you're full Kalen now, good for you. Well, we've met before.
4: Has has he let down Baba Farrell yet? No, he's
0: still holding her up. He doesn't, like... You guys, like, have you explained the situation with this? Indeed. I... <clears throat>
4: Baba Farrell is a dear friend of ours. I would appreciate it if you let her down.
0: And she just sort of, like, nods, but she's being held upside down and it's difficult to nod at that point, so he just gingerly sets her back down. She, like, Pads the ground with her hands, writes herself up, kind of brushes herself off. She says, I'm attuned to more Fae-style magics, as close to Nighthag as I am yet. Uh, hags that-
4: can walk into the ethere- ethereal plane. It's not surprising that she might have some insight into these sorts
3: of things. All right, so we'll just have
0: witches for Christmas. It's fine. Just the one.
2: It's a Christmas witch.
0: Just the one. Just me. You guys have seen one of those.
2: So, like, why? Oh, right. Sorry. Revolution. I didn't want to get, want to get stabbed. stabbed.
0: <laughs> that's a pretty good
2: reason as yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's chill Santa. We'll, we'll vouch for her.
0: Wait, what are you guys
1: doing this time? Viva La Revolution.
2: Yeah, we're freeing stuff, a bunch of people. Th- stuff Liberate that may people. have gotten us on the naughty
1: list. Anyway, uh
0: you needed something.
4: Not naughty. I was liberating my people from slavery.
0: That is the exact opposite of a naughty list thing. Also, what is a naughty list? <laughs> Wait. Wait,
2: you don't have one of those?
0: No, I had one that was part of HAL. And then I kind of threw that whole thing out.
2: I've been good all year! Why?
0: For the sake of being good in your heart? Guess. Isn't that reward enough?
2: No. No? I'm sorry. Wait, why are we here?
0: Well, that's what Arjun was actually trying to ask. Sorry. No, it's, um... All right, you might all want to take a seat for this. Um, we just got out of the sleigh.
4: I prefer to stand.
0: Standing is good, too. Plop. <laughs> all right, so, as you all know, well, most of you, anyways, this is the first time I think I've had all of you here at once. Weird. As you all know, the holidays can be pretty hectic. Uh, I do my best to make sure that everyone who still abides by the holidays is rewarded for their kind actions uh, every year. Well, uh, multiverses expand, and things were getting a little hectic. Uh, it was Getting to work, well, the workload was getting to be a little bit too much for my holiday goblins to keep up with, especially since a couple years ago they started talking about unionizing. I didn't really know how to... I think it was actually you who brought that up. Why did you tell them about unions? It's... it doesn't matter. It was getting a little bit... to be a little bit too much, so I did the only rational thing that I could do to ensure that presents could be delivered to everyone in the multiverse on the same morning, I recruited the other centaurs to help, big, small, bipeds, and even my equivalent from Mechanus. We formed a coalition, a grouping that stood for kindness, love, affirmation, unity, and serenity, or CLAWS for short. And together, we at CLAWS set to work, and before we knew it, we had things down to a T presents were getting made, our staff was able to enjoy time off as our combined resources were now more than enough to allow others to spend time with their loved ones. But that's when they came. One thing that you will find from all of us in Claws is big beard, thick hair, rosy cheeks, and regardless of where we come from, these are common traits. The fact that he had none of those things, should have been the first to tip us off. He was bald, clean-shaven, and a smile as wicked as black ice. This betrayer came to us with the promise that they would be able to ensure that all of our presents could all be delivered with minimal overhead. Yes, Calum, It's Arillo, isn't it? I, I don't believe so.
1: Oh, okay, I thought, because... Oh, well, that makes things a little bit better.
0: Maybe. Uh. No, this man's name was Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, everybody, my name is Arja. You can find me at Arjas282 <laughs> on Twitter and Twitch. <laughs> it was. Could oh, I'm have... sorry.
2: He could
4: have given a false name. Arillo is wise enough to know you should never give your name to a Fae.
2: Who was Arillo again?
1: The he Thread owns, Twister. Uh, things that make it's... you say, wow.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh right, I did that job for him. Oh, sorry. Oh, God, oh,
4: God. everything's okay? fine.
0: He came to us with the promise that he would be able to ensure that our presents were all delivered with minimal overhead. And it was like the Nexus has seen our turmoil and had given us a boon for expedited shipping. So we agreed to the betrayer's terms. That was when their oh, first shipment has no. Oh my
3: God. Oh no. I'm like, so indoor, upset. you know we're streaming on Twitch. <laughs> <right>? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do. This is
3: very.
2: I, I love, you love you so much.
1: <laughs> no, that yeah, that's why I Please want to continue. Sign on.
4: <laughs> no, go go on, I'm listening. <laughs> Stream like no one's watching, big guy.
0: The first of their shipment vessels came in the dead of night. It pierced our skies with a spear-shaped hole that curled towards the back like an enormous crustacean, having been guided to the nexus by my own hubris. We sent ambassadors to speak with the inhabitants of the vessels, but few returned unchanged. Their minds had turned to ideas of profit margins and warehouses. It was as if something had been taken over from the inside in that floating vessel. Then another vessel came, and another... And another. I had been so focused on trying to get together all of these gifts in time with the promise of two-day shipping that I failed to see that I had what had been happening right underneath my ruddy cheeks. The only thing that had been delivered to our door was that of an invasion force.
2: Oh my god, it sounds so serious, Santar.
0: And Santar goes over to like a port style window and motions with a hand towards it see for yourself the damage that jeff has wrought to the holiday nexus and looking up in the sky off in the distance you see three ships that are floating high above the ground where ships have no right to be, and true to Santar's word, they do curl in the back almost like a um, almost like a crustacean, some sort of helix-based creature. And towards the front, coming out of this large shell, you see what looks like a large spear that has come together from several massive tendrils, uh, and. There are twin sets of red glowing lights on each of these. And Baba Farrell comes up, and you see her eyes narrow as she looks at these things. And you hear her say the phrase, Alloyed."
4: Are you telling me that you saw three ships come sailing in on that day in the morning?
0: I saw one ship. When uh, I awoke, two more ships were there. Does the word not ring a bell? For Cory, Arjan, and Gwen, I want you all to make history checks. Calem, you aren't able to because you were passed out during the arc where these would have been present.
2: 11.
4: Six. Things are back to normal. I'm not in the Feywild.
2: I, I rolled a 19, so 18.
0: Okay, so. Oh, God. Arshan, you have heard this phrase before. You are familiar with what a... Or at least, like, what a nautiloid is. You had heard of them before, and now you have, like, a visual representation. A nautiloid is a space astral uh, fairing vessel that is, like, a delivery vessel for mind flayers for illithids uh gwen you were paying close attention to everything while you were in the astral sea because holy fuck was that like danger central your danger sense barbarian powers were firing off at everything uh so you picked up a lot of information that you may or may not necessarily have like readily available Mm -hmm. to you but like deep down Uh uh-huh you have heard or at least overheard uh especially from the gith yankees bill and ted uh that this was uh that these ships are these are no good these Mm -hmm. are bad times uh Mm -hmm. and santar just sort of like looks very down on himself
2: gwendra says by the gods bill and ted were right these things they're so dangerous they 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 bring the Ilithid. Oh. Like this is, you guys don't remember that? No, no of course. So. It was the most excellent adventure. Yes. The mind flares, the, the, they like control minds and shit.
3: Right. Sort of. I lost a lot of blood
2: right after that. Oh, right. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. Didn't we fight a beholder that looked kind of like a starfish? With the gooey dude? Yes. no no that was in the that was you know, in the fireplace i don't Look.
1: remember any of this
2: oh shit that's right you were not there that was your simulacrin you were a goo person oh no he wasn't a cinnamon lacr- simulacrum that was gone <laughs> by then a cinnamon lacrum <laughs> a c- a
4: cinnamon- <laughs> whether
2: he was a cinnamon lacquer or not it doesn't matter <laughs>
4: Where um, they the got pro- a problem now. Albajon, the fellow with the mask, was there.
2: Oh right. Where did he go? Hmm.
3: Huh.
2: Anyways, we have to kill these guys, right? Or drive them off?
3: What do we need to do right now.
2: Right.
0: Well, uh as far as what you need to do right now, if any of you are injured or at rest i don't think that it could get much worse than it already has been so you're more than welcome to take seat and formulate some form of plan to fight off these things <sighs> mm.
3: and possibly take a rest mm. of
0: a length you can rest for as long as you wish here as long as you stay within the tower you should be safe. And you hear what sounds like metal against, uh, against stone. And they look like this spitting image of Santar. If Santar were made of brass uh, and had two, uh, two little green lights where their eyes should be, their mouth does not move as they speak. And they say, ho, 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 and Greetings then, Mechanus Santar! And Santar goes over and, like, gives a big hug to this mechanical Santar. Uh, and the uh, Santar of Mechanis says, I have created a force shield around this tower. This is the last bastion in the Holiday Nexus that is safe from, well, you have seen the shipment vessels, have you not? Yeah. A drastic oversight on our behalf. Have you any experience with creatures such as these? No.
2: Not really. A little. But don't worry. We can take anything. Especially for Santar. If we have the Santar spirit, we can do it.
0: Didn't you lose that? Huh? Santar says. What's what? what? Uh, when you say as long as we have the Santar spirit, he like pointedly motions towards Corey and says, didn't you lose that?
2: Oh, yes, you did. You did lose the holiday spirit. But don't worry, we can get it back. You can have the holiday spirit again in your heart. Probably not the transforming part, but like. It's been a hard year, Gwen. I know it's been a hard year.
3: Well, okay, let's, you know, we just got out of, you know, a fight leading the revolution. How about we, you know, take some time, eat cookies, drink milk, uh, or eggnog or whatever, and come up
0: with a plan. We have installed a bathhouse. Should you so choose to rest in warm waters a bathhouse episode on the holiday episode It's like God
3: it's a lot
2: I just all need right. a I just need a nap
3: uh
0: yeah, so we're gonna take a long rest, right mm-hmm. yeah I would also like to point out that you are all still in your stage makeup <laughs> 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 yeah that's clean up and then rest. Um oh,
2: wait. Sorry, I have just one question It's not important. Is Fang here?
0: And my uh Clockwork Santar looks towards normal Santar and just like arms up and Santar uh says um I wasn't able to find him this year.
4: I'm sorry. d Jesus? What happened to him?
0: I don't know. There are many people in Shroudport that I can no longer deliver gifts to.
2: Is it the magic thing? Mm. We need to go there, guys. It's been a long time. I got your boyfriend on it. Well, yeah. Maybe I want to see him. Well, he should be
4: fine at least. He doesn't use any magic. one thing at a time we're already doing something in the middle of doing something else right right
1: right right right. um Santar's plural uh if you happen to have anything like a telescope or binoculars maybe during this time I can take a look at the nautiloids from this far away
4: speaking of plural exactly how many of you are there
0: and uh Santar says um there were eight of us in total were some of us went to the nautiloids to try and find out what it is their intentions were it did not come back with filled with holiday spirit
2: oh but they came back
0: And he sort of nods, and Clockwork Santor says, "There were some horses that had to be put down."
4: Oh, damn. Corey gives Santor a sympathetic look,
0: and Santor just sort of like. Like nods, takes a deep breath, and then even deeper breath, and says, "All right, well, let me show you to the bath chambers if you are willing to at least take a rest. I don't know what all of this is. is this new is it permanent? I don't want to try." Revolution. And...
4: We were in the middle of something, Santor. I'll make sure Tell to you put the you story. back right where you were. Okay. Cool. Much appreciated.
2: It'll be really cool when we come back and we're not in those outfits. These wooden shoes are killing my feet. That's all I have to say. <laughs> clop,
0: clop,
2: clop. Yep. She like shuffles off.
0: So uh, Baba Farrell is left to speak with uh, Clockwork Santar uh, about possibly procuring a telescope, binoculars, or some sort of vision piece for Kalem to observe the nautiloids uh, and the rest of you are brought down to what looks like a, a communal bath area. Uh, it's not separated at all. It is just one large open bath, as was the case uh, back at the bath that you took in Shroudport. Uh, there are There is a set of four matching robes uh that are set up sized roughly for uh individuals of your stature there are actually large slits on the back of the one for arjan uh to make room for him wingies they are of a they're of a deep uh like pine green color and then have a golden trim on them uh and again they are matching do with that as you will uh but then there are also uh like nice oils and and soaps and everything like that for uh for this group bath should you so choose so uh
3: plan we determine when the drivers of the ships take a bathroom break and then we'll right. sneak on whenever they're
2: away well, as Gwen's getting undone so yeah no yeah but like what if they don't take breaks what if they're so like heartless that they 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 just like they're all about profit margins right so like what if they like
1: I mean with the implications of what the Santar were saying they allow people onto the ships and then they get drained when they come out so I guess we have a free in in that point but then it's gonna be a fight and Calm's like stripping I
3: mean, is there a physical way to get up there? I know I can fly, but.
2: Well, I can Can't test. we all fly?
1: I mean, if Caleb uses spells. I mean, it's only one spell for three people. It's not bad. <laughs> Our objectives are to. what? Find the presents, make sure they're safe, destroy the ships? Question mark?
2: Yeah. I wonder if we can make up a system where we have, like, three objects that we can, like, plug into the ships, and if they're all connected, we destroy them?
1: I was thinking just go to the helm and then fly one ship into the other.
2: Yeah! Oh, I like that. Okay. All right, cool. We get to fly a ship. You know, I was really good at flying that machine into hells.
3: All right. You know, eventually I need to go back there and actually, you know, do that
2: for myself. Yeah. Oh, right. You weren't there. Wait, which time was this in the Hells? Uh, when we get, had that big machine that we like drove around, I and I got to it. drive it.
3: I think it was in some black room.
2: Oh, sorry. It I was really me- cool. I got to meet his god. She was hot.
4: I did get to smite through that machine. That was the most powerful I've ever felt.
0: Huh. Corey, I have a question. Hmm. Are you uh, joining in the group bath with your friends? Yes, of course. All right, cool. Uh, uh, so what, what? What's going on? and Calum, what are both of your passive perceptions again? 18. seventeen 17 and 18? 18. 15 um, Jesus. All three of you notice that Corey's reflection in the water as she is also enjoying this bath with you. Her reflection's missing its face. That's it.
3: That seems like a later thing.
2: That wasn't just me? Nope. Cool. Hey, Corey, can you wash my hair again, please?
4: Come on over here.
2: She floats over. <laughs> <laughs> now that she's a confident swimmer. Oh bless!
3: Okay, His character so, growth. <laughs> uh, so we'll fly on the ships, and I'm under false
1: pretenses, S- say what? We would like to talk to your leader. As cliched as that sounds, we are going to speak to the manager.
2: <gasps> oh my gosh! Can I do it again? Do once again? Speak to the manager. You were there. REMEMBER Absolutely. WHEN I GOT like, US IN THE CITY?
3: Gwen WE'LL ASK TO SEE THE MANAGER. UH, HOPEFULLY THAT WILL TAKE US TO THE HELM OR THE PRESENCE OF THE CAPTAIN. AND THEN WE'LL JUST START FIRING.
1: I MEAN, IT WORKED LAST TIME WITH THE HAGS. ALRIGHT.
2: WHY IS Baba Farrell LIKE, we ca- CAN WE USE HER? that seems rude no i mean like i mean she's here we got the extra resources she's good at shit <sighs> maybe we should we could get her to read their minds to figure out what's actually going on
4: isn't that something can can do, that?
2: that's what she did
1: ah right um it's more of a process for me but i can try Hmm.
2: is anyone else worried about fang
1: i'm worried for everyone in shroudport
2: yeah well we should go back there because now we're we're big shits and we can like go in there and fuck everything up and put it back to where it should be
4: even if we don't have magic
2: gwen like motions to herself <laughs>
4: <laughs> gwen what your spirits are a type of magic
3: Not currency to be
4: precise
2: no, they're not.
1: As they're having this conversation, before anyone can turn to Caleb, he just sinks under the water, and then the boat will stop. <laughs> it's fine, right,
2: Grayskull? Know. They're not magic, right? You're not magic. I'm not doing magic, right?
0: Is this considered magic? I like I don't to think know. that our friendship is a style of magic.
2: It is magic. I love you, buddy.
0: I love you too.
2: Happy, happy Christmas.
0: Happy holidays. <laughs>
2: Sorry, what were we talking about?
3: Getting on the ship.
2: Right. That's the easy part. Getting off the ship is going to be the hard part.
3: Uh, not if we have another fly spell. Right.
2: Okay. Getting off, of be... <laughs> getting off the ship is going to be. Sun out of the water. Getting off the ship is going to be the hard or the easy part. Getting on the ship is going to be also the easy part. Getting, getting, getting out out of the ship is going to be hard. Right.
3: You know, while it's gonna... exploding.
4: If this goes the same way that it did last time we faced Illithids, it, it'll be fine. We just need to get in there, fight them, destroy the ships, get out. Simple.
2: Can't they do brain control stuff?
1: Yep. Mm. Oh. Huh.
2: Can we protect against that? You know what? Do I have something for that?
1: You have a ring of mind shielding.
2: I do. <laughs> Since when?
1: To protect her from the night terror she was having. Oh. I made it for her.
2: Oh, but which one do I get out. rid of? I'm not going to get rid of any of my weapons. Fuck it.
4: <laughs> They're definitely going to want ta- uh, Kalem's tasty brains.
2: Well, I mean, you're the smartest of all of us. L- looks to Arjun, shakes her head. Just <laughs> kidding. Okay. So we have a plan. It will probably change as soon as we get inside.
3: Uh, absolutely, but, you know, we have a script to reference.
2: Right, okay, cool, 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 cool.
3: We finish our BF.
0: Okay. Yeah. Get all nice and clean. And then you are more than welcome uh, to take either a short or a long rest while you are here inside of this tower.
2: I would like a long rest if we have time.
0: Uh, I. I. Hit the long rest button. Okay, cool. We shall just say, for the purposes of the passage of time, this is a magical spa. You are able it's to gain a- the benefits of a long rest through this spa. <sighs> it's
2: Yay. a whole night spa. I will also attune to the ring of mind shielding. Okay. And disattune to the echo shard gauntlet. Oof. I'm gonna prepare some spells.
3: Okay. I'm gonna roll my blood die.
2: Calum. Hmm. We-, we all did something.
1: Uh, he's observing the ships.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, observing the ships. What are you looking for, necessarily? <clears throat> ways in
1: are there like any movements on the deck that i shouldn't note of are they is that too far away to see even with the telescope
0: um movements on deck uh and entrances onto the ship make a make a perception check 17 Okay, 17, you know that each of these ships has a landing dock uh, that you are guessing also doubles as a loading dock. Um, And as far as movement on the helm, uh, you can see that there are, there's not much in terms of movement. On the deck itself, but it seems like the actual deck, like these tendrils underneath it, seem to kind of move and flex in their own way, almost as if they are alive.
1: Hmm. Baba farrell was the one who said Nautiloid, right? Yes. I'll ask her about that.
0: Are Nautiloids crude by anyone? Their tendrils seem almost alive. Uh, and she says, um, Nautiloids are typically, well, manned, if you can call them that, by anywhere between 5 to 30 some odd crew members. Uh, it really depends on if it is an invasion force, if they are gearing up for war, or if it's just a scouting party. If they have geared for war, that is most likely going to fall more on the filled side of crew staff. My guess, based off of what these two gentlemen have been telling me, is that, well, you also will most likely have to worry about their missing counterparts. Said that they went up to the ships. Some came back, some did not. Hmm.
1: Alright. You seem to have intimate knowledge about these kind of things, if you don't mind me asking.
0: I like to read. I like to learn, and there are certain things that even those in the hells are afraid of.
1: I wonder... I wonder if we could
0: contact the Githy Yankee. Do you know any Githy Yankee? I know their queen. That would probably be an excellent person to contact for something like this. Now... Sending or contact other plane.
1: Uh, that's probably sending to you. Yeah, let's try and not go insane tonight. Oh, lord, I forgot her. Well, I'm going to tell the rest of the party that Caleb's gonna try to contact the Gith Yankee Queen to help us out in this situation. The what the lich lady, the one who Locked. helped
2: me, Locketh. Locked. Yes. How do you remember all this shit?
3: Because I've been watching a lot of Baldur's Gate 3.
2: <laughs> is that bad? Why, why are you asking us? I'm, I'm more concerned that you're asking us, I'm not going to lie, than who it is.
1: Because every time I try to go with a plan and don't tell you about it first, you get mad at me when there's consequences. So I'm going to tell you now Let's try to contact the Githyanki, who specialize in attacking illithids, to help us out with this. I
2: do absolutely hate illithids.
1: And when shit goes sideways, you can't yell at me for not knowing.
2: Okay, but how could it go
1: sideways? Uh, They also become indoctrinated to the Nautiloids and attack us.
2: Oh.
3: Well, either that or just, you know, the queen really hates being contacted, maybe. I don't know.
2: Okay. She might look
3: as insolent. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely worth a shot. Either that or possibly contacting Rasa. The
1: red dragon. That could work too.
2: Caleb, I just want to say, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm very proud of you for coming to us with this instead of just doing it. I think it open dialogue is the most important thing and I think I think we're all growing.
1: Right. Excuse me. Are you doing this before or after you take a long rest? Before,
0: because that Thank way you. I can at least
1: refresh my fucking spell slots.
0: <laughs> this is when you guys you. are still just kinda like hanging out in the spa. Um D one hundred, right? don't roll
1: 59 i think that's a that's over
0: i believe sending let me check so there's a five percent chance that the message doesn't arrive so yeah as long as you didn't roll zero through five we're good
1: um lady valaketh this is calem we've encountered some illithids in force. We request your assistance,
0: humbly. Caleb. The message that you receive is firstly, I am queen. Second, you give no location yet expect assistance pitiful. Where is this hunting ground? 55,
1: which is good. I only have 25 words. Now I'm using them to spite you. No. (laughs) Um. This is how we die. Yeah. Holiday Nexus. Um what's the tower called santar's tower santar's tower three nautiloids uh what other pertinent information
2: apologize and call her queen please seven words left
1: apologies your grace go fuck yourself uh no
4: <laughs> but say in a
1: sassy voice, like apologies. <gasps> <you're good." laughs> Does sending Excuse me, Princess,
0: hey, princess. <laughs> Does sending go through intonation as well? Yeah, it's you sending them these words. It's not like you speak these words and then Microsoft Sam shows up on the other end being like, Hello my queen. I have found Nautiloids. It's clippy. Yeah. Just boop.
1: I see you're having a problem with Nautiloids. I can help you with that. <laughs> Um where was I? Seven words left. Uh My apologies, your grace. Or my queen. I don't know. If I can if she wants to be addressed as such.
0: You are learning. Good. I shall send ample reinforcements. This shall be your gift.
1: Walks back to the Beth. So let's convert the mission to a rescue of the Presence instead, because they are going to scorch and burn these Nautiloids.
3: All right, uh, do they... Do they have a way to get to the Holiday Nexus? Do they know where that is? You met the Queen, right?
4: They live in the Astral Plane.
3: I I know, but even we had a a hard time getting back to the Material Plane from the Astral Plane.
2: Yeah, but they're like super powerful, right? Didn't she send us back?
1: With the confidence and the wording ample force, I assume she knows where we are. Very well. Then we... Then we can
3: this to getting the presents, and that is it.
1: Uh, you still have that hole? Was I able to retrieve it after dumping the weapons? Yeah. I would yeah. think so. Just emptied
0: it. Empty it, fold it back up, stuff it in the pocket.
3: Great. Got a plan. Well, whenever you. You are all ready.
1: On the good ship Lollipop.
2: <sighs> all right, let's go.
0: Okay. Uh, and you all sit around being like, "All right, let's go. Let's do this," and nothing appear- nothing friendly appears in the sky just yet uh there is going to be a little bit of waiting time for your reinforcements to arrive i mean i assume that if we go if we take
3: a long rest and then go up to the ship uh at a dramatically appropriate time there will be uh, explosions
0: yes all right so uh with that you are all going to be setting out from uh you are all going to be setting out from the, uh, from Santar's Fortress, trudging back out into the snowy reaches, uh, going in the direction of the Nautiloids, or are you planning on going to a separate location, uh, and meeting up with your, uh, Githyanki backup first? Nothing was specified, correct? No, just figured Nothing? I would ask. I think well I think we just go on the ship. Alright, cool. So as you are making your way uh through this frozen north, thankfully it is a pretty easy trip. You have, well, three large markers in the sky to denote where you are uh where you are actually supposed to go. And it is as you are like making your way across, you start seeing that there are Goblinoid figures that are wearing uh, what look like little holiday costumes uh, that you note, like you have seen creatures like this before. Uh, They're actually fairly common here. Uh, These are the workers of Santar's Fortress and they are, they are scared. Uh, And they say that some of them have not been acting right and they don't know why uh many more of them have made their way onto the ships um and again these small creatures do not know why uh and when you continue through the woods uh having talked to them you're guessing that aboard the aboard each of these ships are not just the illithid but those that have been deemed easy enough to control uh to board onto these ships as well and once you get to uh this kind of opening in the glen beneath these nautiloids uh how do you hail them how are you making your presence known that you would request access up on these fields
3: Gwen
1: I think that was your your go can I cast thaumaturgy on Gwen to turn her voice up? Yes.
2: Oh, this. Uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> is this thing on? Um, excuse me. Hello, up there. I would like to speak to management, please.
0: There is a pause, and then you see what looks like a solid column of light extend down from the central most ship that then lands onto the ground and there is a slight bluster of snow that seems to coil up and around the central point of this column and you see a humanoid figure uh, that then apparates from this small bluster Their hands are, uh, their fingers are steepled in front of them. They are wearing a rather snugly fitting black suit with a white undershirt. They are bald, beardless, and they just have this disarming smile on their face. And they sit there looking towards you and say, I'm... Sorry.
2: Who are you? No, I'm sorry. Who are you?
0: You have requested for management, and here I am.
2: What's your name?
0: You may call me Jeff.
2: Hello, Jeff. My name is Gwen. I have concerns, and I would like to speak to you about them.
0: Well, I am here
2: wonderful my concerns have to do with your two-day shipping and how unreasonable that sounds i mean why not next day if you're doing it so quickly
0: that is a service that we offer really yes
2: well, that's not bad. for an additional okay. fee oh i see i see i see well i i just i am suspicious of this and i, I would i don't know a lot about magic and, and, and I know that there's all these things, but I need to see it for myself before I buy into this. That is it? Yes, I would like to see your operations, please.
0: And he pulls out what looks like a bobble of some sort it looks like a small horse that he has in his hand and he makes a motion with uh with his free hand over said horse and it disappears and then it reappears behind you with a little into the snow imagine this upon a grand scale
2: Look, I understand how magic works, but how are you storing all of these presents up there? I need to see your operations if I know what's going on. Like, I understand that magic is a thing, but you know what? I'm a barbarian and I don't know how it works. So you can't just show me some sort of thing and I, I understand it.
0: So you request to gain access to our storage so you may see how our operation works Yet, you claim that even if you were to see it, you would not understand it.
2: Well, I feel like if I have a better understanding of what it looks like, then I can then I can see what you're doing on a large scale. I'm sorry, are you the one in charge? Because I could go higher with this.
0: I am ample enough management for you to communicate to. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: If you would like... I can project this into your mind.
2: Looks at the others like, is that a thing that he can actually do? <laughs> yeah. I can I
4: can I divine sense him?
0: Sure.
2: <laughs> Please tell me what divine she gets from desi- this. No celestial
0: senses. fiend or undead from this guy. Okay. Mm. I would like
3: to use. Shit. Never mind. So I was gonna use primeval awareness because I would get uh aberrations dragons elementals uh on top of that. But it all it does is tell me yes or no. Yeah. And uh And you don't know how many We we know that there are aberrations on the ship. So yeah.
4: I sense danger
3: nearby. I do.
2: Okay, no, I don't feel comfortable with you going into my mind. I'm going to be honest with you. Can we get a tour or something? Is that something that you could do?
0: I would be able to grant you a tour.
2: Solid. I mean, yes, please. I mean, yes. However, do that.
0: We are in the process of preparing for our shipments. Perhaps you would be better suited to come back at a less busy time for us
3: Calum, do you have uh to detect thoughts
1: concentrate on him. uh yeah he's gonna try it out uh because cause
3: like maybe we can just like ask him where the presents are and you could probe the answer to that question.
1: Uh, can I surreptitiously cast Detect Thought? Sure.
4: Uh, Ajahn, just say the word, and I can have all of us up there. At a moment's notice.
3: Like Kylum do one thing, and then we're probably gonna need to run.
1: Oh, Calum. <laughs> what so. he done did? Oh, I'd just in case it for a surreptitious natural twenty. Detect for your detect thoughts. Because he's doing it. There's a vocal, somatic, and material component to it. So I said he was gonna do it surreptitiously. So I figured there was gonna be like a roll. Cool. Gotcha. Dolph.
0: So perception. You are able to stealthily do a detect thoughts. (coughs) However, as you do this, Jeff just looks at you. Oh, no. You do not belong there.
3: Look, Jeff, we just need to know where the fucking presents are.
0: Motions towards the ships. Specifically, and why is that tall one?
2: What did you mean by tall one? I'm, I'm.
0: He tall. is the tallest of all of us who stand here. You have not introduced your names to me, therefore I only have physical features to go off of.
4: Santol really thought he was one of them. I am a
0: Santar.
2: So you're a machine? No.
0: That is only Mechanis Centaur.
3: Uh, Corey. Uh, uh. If if you would like, now would be the time.
4: Absolutely. Snaps her fingers and casts scatter to teleport us uh four to surround him. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. I thought we were transporting up to the ship. <laughs> So oh, like, yeah, oh
4: shit. I, 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 I was imagining him like doing a, a Romeo and Juliet like up from on top of a, a, a thingamajig. Is that not- No, he came no. down and was um, on the he ground. Oh, down. Okay, we're going up then. Bye.
0: Okay. Sounds good. So you have all, uh, what is the distance for Scatter? <laughs> it is 120 feet. Okay, yeah. Uh, you are all able to get up to the deck of this ship uh, and- there is a moment as you cast this spell uh, from the ring of rife from the ring of rife that you see Jeff's eye, like his brow furrows and his glare narrows towards you. And
4: when we, when we go up, uh, Corey's gonna like shove some snow off of the edge of uh, the building to try and like drop it on top of him. Okay. Roll a percentile die. Uh Uh-oh. 33. 33.
0: uh, The snow misses him. And it seems like it's right about to hit him, but then he just stares at the snow and it shifts out of the way. Uh, But you are all now on... The surface of the Nautiloid, you see that uh, there is the deck that you are currently on. There is a strange looking door. It's hard to describe it as a door. There's no like handle or seams where it would open, but it seems more like a constricted opening of sorts. Uh, almost like again, some sort of creature were alive that would then allow you into it.
4: A sphincter. The, the, we're the looking door's at a, a
0: sphincter, sphincter right kind of like a butthole. Yeah. Sphincter. Not, are not sphincters. specifically a butthole, but a sphincter. Yes. Yeah. It's. It's more science related this way. It's no poo. So. Your we're...
4: esophagus is a sphincter.
0: Could be. God damn it! <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> So <laughs> do you just like rush up to the sphincter and hope that it opens for you? It's
4: usually how it works yes. in video games. Happy holidays everybody.
0: <laughs> uh let's just say for the sake of argument it do. Uh and you are all uh allowed into the ship. Uh it is at this point looking inside that it is a long hallway uh that actually has an opening on the floor uh, maybe about 30 feet down uh that goes down to a separate floor and then there is also a doorway on the uh or not a doorway but like kind of an entrance hallway on the left hand side as well uh, but the hallway does just sort of extend down towards the back uh but it none of this is lit it is all dark in here so thankfully gwen has her night vision goggles that she can turn on uh arjan you have dark vision right yes so yeah you are all able to see in this darkness uh but it looks like this hallway extends past the range of your vision okay um
3: just based off of the shape of the ship like would it make sense that Arjan would
0: assume that a cargo hold would be like toward the lower back of the boat. You would be guessing based off of uh, based off of your understanding of other vessels that yes, that would probably be where the Prezis are located. Can we try and navigate in that direction? Yeah, you definitely can. Um, so.
3: I mean, we'd have to fight with alien architecture, but like,
0: yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. So as you are making your first steps into the hallway of the Nautiloid, that is where we are going to go into our break for the evening. So I'd like to say thank you to everybody who has decided to stop by. We are going to try and be back in five to 10 minutes. So don't go to a place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com and we will see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. Uh, and then we're back!
3: ring ting 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 ting, ting ding, a bong ding ding bang a bomb, boom Someday, something, something better and something better and with you, you.
0: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody, from the good crew here on our Four Keeps game. I love you guys. So, you have all just said fuck you to the eldritch horror known as Jeff uh transported yourselves up onto the deck of the nautiloid ran inside uh the ship sphincter it's still really funny to me that it that is what that muscle is uh and you have made your way into that hallway where you are planning on descending down into the toy storage area uh are you planning on doing so stealthily is this a guns blazing operation standard for keep status what is what is the gist here
4: This feels pretty guns blazing to
3: me. Yeah, I
0: think we've already put the ship on high alert.
3: We've shot our shot, man.
0: All right, cool. Uh, So the ship is indeed on high alert. Are you planning on, uh, and you are planning on descending downward, correct?
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you will notice uh, that there is not uh, a, there aren't ladders here seems like the creatures that inhabit these places, as you have come to know, uh, don't actually need to climb anything as they typically will just float. Uh, and it seems like uh, the ship is as it is made by these creatures. Has no need for ladders. So uh looking down you can see that it is a straight uh hole that goes down for about 15 feet or so that leads onto the next deck down. Um and looking at where it is, uh with your dark vision, you see that there are well, who's actually leading this charge going in? Uh I- I could. Okay, so Arjan, as you are going in to this area, you see that there are actually three uh, of these illithid creatures that are already in uh, in this chamber. So I'd like for everybody to roll initiative. 23.
3: Eleven.
0: 23, Kalem got an 11... When? What'd you get?
2: A slutty twenty. Ooh.
0: Okay. And Corey. Eight. A respectful eight. A respectful eight. <laughs> okay. So then, with these, just gotta sort range. All right. So first off, Arjun. I would like. Sorry, I'm eating chocolate. <laughs> Tis Ooh. the holidays. Knights in the courtyard? What kind? I'm curious. <laughs> That's a very good question for Knights in the Courtyard. I'll
3: explain in our after show. Oh yes. uh, I'm I'm gonna take some shots. Um because I get a few. Okay. Uh yeah, Hunter's mark first off. Mm. And then for my first shot. Thirty one. Okay. Oh shit. What is Hunter's mark? Hunter's mark is a D six, okay. Yes. Okay,
0: so 20 points of damage on the first one. 20 points of damage for the first? Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15, let me check. Da, da, da. A 15 just hits.
3: That was with the 2. Uh, this is going to be for 18 points of damage. And for my third... Uh, a 16 is going to hit
0: for 19 points. Okay. Sounds good. They are still alive, but looking very weary uh, at this point. So the next up in the initiative order, Gwen. Gwen Arjan has just dropped down into the second chamber. Brat, brat, brat. Uh, fired awesome shots to start off the to start off the evening, uh, but you are following close behind and are able to jump down to the next floor.
2: Cool. I would like to tiny rage, please. Okay. Uh, she's going to jump down upon someone with the runt axe and do a heckin' attack. Do you want
0: to be attacking the same one that Arjan has been blasting, or do you want to hit up a new one?
2: No, because I respect kills. Like I'll do it recklessly. You don't have a
0: crossbow, <laughs> but those were some shots fired.
2: <laughs> I respect I'll do it- action
0: economy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, two attacks. The first one is uh twenty nine. Yep. The second one is Oh. Only twenty.
0: Only. A combined 20? Or like a 20 natural 20. Okay, cool. I didn't know if you were sandbagging in a nat 20. Hit.
2: No, 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 no. I rolled a, I rolled an 8. Gotcha. Okay. Does it hit? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, ooh, okay. Uh, the first hit is uh, 17. The second hit is also 17.
0: Okay. Sounds good. They're also still up, not looking Google. very excited about all this. Okay, so then next up, it's Caleb. <clears throat> uh,
1: sure. Uh, when he gets down there, he's going to cast Steelwind Strike from Flutter, uh, twenty four for 24 force damage. Uh yep. 25 for 21 force damage.
0: And you're doing it on all three it's, of them. Uh, it has to
1: be separate, yeah. Okay. And
0: a natural 20 for 50 force damage. How much was on the second one? 21. Okay. Well, you killed the one that Arjan was blasting. And then you said the critical was how much? 50 points of force damage. Okay. Sounds good. So, that is fine. So, there are two left over. Corey, you guys all rolled higher than my monsters in the initiative order.
4: Amazing. What are we attacking?
0: <laughs> Mind flares. Yeah, you okay. guys dropped down to the second, uh, second layer of the ship. There were three of them. One of them got blasted. Uh, the other Gwen put a series of deep axe wounds into and then Caleb just came in and did a quick wreck.
4: okay I don't know if I've flavored it like this in the past but I'm it's what I'm gonna start doing from now on uh Corey's gonna use her ring of wraith to cast lightning bolt uh as she does so she summons the sword and it just spins in front of her uh and then she just kind of like you know claws her hands around it uh, in a spinning motion and it just sort of like spins a little bit faster and then just (laughs) shoots off a
0: lightning bolt like as though she's just using the sword as a gun okay sounds good Uh, so they are not standing in a line so you have to choose which one of them are you hitting with this Uh, the one on the left okay sounds good that is a That is a modified 20 for their save, so they will be taking half damage.
2: All right.
4: Half damage. Uh, Half of 27.
0: Okay. So 13? Yes. (gasps) That was quick math. Be proud of me. I am proud. Yay. Now it is time for these creatures. So the first one is going to uh their eyes glow uh and i need everybody in this room to make a intelligence saving throw
2: mind shield
0: ring of mind shielding can you read for the class what that uh what that does
2: okay are you asking me to read this because it's not going to help in this situation or because you don't know
0: Column A and Column B. Let's go for it.
2: While wearing this ring, you are immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you are lying or know your alignment, or know your creature type. Creatures can telepathically communicate you only if you allow it. You can use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until another action you can make it visible to remove the ring or until you die. If you die while wearing this ring, blah, 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 blah. Oh shit, your soul enters it, unless it's already a- housed a soul. Oh, oh, okay, well, I don't want to die. Wait a second,
4: has this been your backup plan for Gwen all along? And Gwen has never died.
2: Gwen has never died. It's never come up. Sweet, I so yeah. I cannot wait
0: to shove Gwen into a ring. This, anything, uh, <laughs> this ring will do nothing.
2: If my, if my reading of that tells you anything, I'd never have read that far in the text. <laughs> Okay, sorry, intelligence saving throw? Yes,
0: an intelligence saving throw from Urubuddy.
2: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Twenty-six. Okay.
2: Is this being cast within five feet of me?
0: This is not a spell. Oh god. Mind blast.
2: Is this being frightened? No. I rolled a five.
0: Okay. I rolled a four. Okay.
2: <laughs> what was
1: that going on
0: about Kalen being the smartest
1: person?
2: He is oh no. I got it like an eleven. Okay, so
1: three wait did failures. you guys add
4: four to your um to your to your things? Uh, no oh,
1: thirty.
2: Nine. Total. Eight. Okay. That I could help.
0: So that's still three failures. So everyone who failed is going to be taking That is fifteen points of psychic damage, and you are each stunned for a minute. a minute i saw you
2: caleb
3: a minute you say
0: save at the end of our turn (laughs) yes you can
3: okay
0: (laughs) so it is now time for the second mind flayer's turn who is in this room uh and they are going to come up to they still see that there is a threat in this room so they are also going to do uh, their mind blast ability uh, so for stunned let me check yeah you oh, guys yours. can still make intelligent saving throws against this so Kalem uh, I need you to make a I need all of you to make another set of intelligent saves 26
3: okay 8 uh, 13 plus the
0: four from
2: Corey would be 17.
0: Okay. 16. Okay, so Corey, you are the only one who's going to be taking another round of psychic damage. Uh, And that is going to be for eight, 15, 17, 21 points of psychic damage.
4: Nice.
0: Okay, and that was it for their turns. Next up is Arjan. Arjan, you are stunned. So Uh, make a- yep.
3: Nope. Uh, Also, I forgot to try to save on my uh, concentration, which uh, I failed that
0: too, so cool. Okay. So Arjan is still stunned. Gwen, I need another intelligence save.
2: Another one?
0: Yep, because you're stunned, so that's that's all that you can do on your turn except for the saving throw at the end. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
2: hold on. I didn't go off the table. Ooh, uh, 8 minus 1 is 7, plus 4 is 12.
0: You are still stunned. Shit. <laughs> okay, Caleb, it is you and two Mind Flayers. Steal and strike, baby. Okay. Uh, 21
1: for 35. Okay. And 18 for... What's
0: going on? There we go. Dice are spinning. 23. Okay. The remaining two mind flayers in this room are no longer present. Uh, Uh, As Kalen finishes up
1: one of the mind flayers, you actually watch as he sinks his fingers into its dome and start just irradiating it with this shadow magic.
0: Your friends are stunned. (laughs) (laughs) This is quite quite a... horrifying experience you can't look away now all right and Corey. all right i should probably make a save yep make an intelligence save for me ho! 19 all right Corey, you are no longer stunned nice all right, all right there's no more mine the... players left <laughs> not that you can see there were only three on this floor and you guys cleared through most of them uh <laughs> It's the end of my turn. Arjan and Gwen are still stunned. But Corey, at the end of your turn, from the hole that the four of you have descended into, you see a pair of nice black boots, a very nice suit, and a bald man with an ill-fitting smile levitating down who just says, we really don't allow tours of the warehouse this time of year. And Calum. I need you to make me a save. Sure, is this a spell? Uh, This is a spell. Counterspell, fourth ah. level. Sweet, because guess who also has counterspell? Uh-oh. Oh boy, I'm blowing a spell slots, so. Yes, they are, I believe, let me just check what spell level they are capable of because they might have to roll. They might have to roll.
4: Stand ready, Jeff approaches.
0: Jeffrey is near. Okay, no. Um.
4: <clears throat> Truly, this is a Merry Christmas. We've been gifted yep. a mage.
0: They are going to be using a fifth level slot in order to do this. Cool, 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 so cool. I need you to make a wisdom save. 29 okay you feel the effects of a dominate monster spell wash over you uh thankfully you are able to to put all that nonsense behind you suck it jeff uh and they are still in the room with you and your friends um however that was their turn arjan it is your go again 11. Okay, you are still stunned. Gwen. Oh, All 15, I guess, but I think that's still a failure. Uh, 15. Let me check. A 15 is exactly what you need. That, um... Oh, fuck it, chef.
2: Come on, Gwen. Fucking mm, uh, 8. Are you adding... Yes, I'm adding four! I have a minus one!
4: Okay, I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Gwen's good at hitting things and nothing else! I sympathize.
0: Okay. So, then, hey, guess what? It's Caleb's turn. Um, if he feels the effects of a dominate
1: monster on him, he growls never again, and he's <sighs> going to overcharge never more um natural 20 Ooh, and he's taking 105 points of lightning damage mm. or no nevermore is
4: necrotic i think
1: force actually really Interesting.
0: jeff takes the brunt of this damage and you see that he actually like drops down until he is standing because that is isn't never more a touch spell. It's a touch spell. So he would have run up and gotcha. Him. Yeah. So Jeff uh, has now dropped down until so- he is standing once again uh, instead of levitating down. And he looks up towards you and just gets a wicked smile on his face. Uh, the kind that the Grinch would be proud of as it curls at the edges and then kind of like Almost spirals inward a little bit. Calem hmm. is 108 now.
1: Hooray!
0: My boy is growing. Corey, He's it is an your adult. turn.
4: Uh, Corey would like to face step to Jeff.
0: Okay, and you are still in raven form, so you can be huffing him? Yep. Okay.
4: I I never I don't know what numbers are. It's fifteen points.
0: It is at this point because you used four, you're on your fourth one, so that's four times your charisma modifier. Twenty. Yeah. So you siphon twenty off of this guy. Slort. I do that. And then I'm
4: gonna attack him with the blade of rife. Uh, that's going to be a twenty-four to hit. Okay. Fourth level smite. Uh, that'll be thirteen slashing damage, and then twenty-two radiant damage. Second attack. Twenty to hit. Okay. Not not a natural one. It's dirty. Uh, 14 slashing damage and then a third level smite 25 radiant damage
0: so jeff has taken quite a significant amount of damage from the two of you uh his nice fitting suit has tattered has many rips and tears in it he has a big blast of this force energy that a gotten him into the chest as well and he begins to laugh Hmm. and says i am one of many and then you see what look like it's like there's more in there's more inside of him than there is room for and you see that like Parts of his chest begin stretching outward, and there look like tendrils uh, on his face that are also sort of just like coiling out. And then you see them coming from inside of his mouth outward as he adopts a true illithid style. And he speaks directly to you, Corey, uh, through his telepathy. Uh, and says even if one Jeff falls another will rise there will always be a Jeff Uh. this was telepathy
4: then you'd better get to falling then
0: oh shit okay so thankfully it is him's turn um and he is going to make an attack against you, Corey. Pa-show. So that is a 22 to hit.
4: Yeah, that definitely hits.
0: All right. So his tendrils reach out and lash against your neck and the sides of your face. Yeah. Um, and that is going to be 16 points of psychic damage and I need you to make an intelligent saving throw oh no oh no 11 alright Corey you are stunned until the grapple ends
4: uh, this
0: isn't good that was it for Jeff's turn next up Arjan Arjun, you are not stunned. I would like
3: I need a DM ruling. Sure. Uh, Hunter's Mark is a concentration spell. Favorite foe also requires me to concentrate, but it is not a spell. Uh, My gut instinct is telling me that i could not use favorite foe and hunter's mark simultaneously that
0: is correct that is the ruling that i have seen uh from jeremy crawford on twitter so i would say that that is the correct ruling
3: very well but i would definitely like to mark jeff as my favorite foe oh for sure i hit him with an attack uh 31 will hit him i'm assuming Uh, for 11 points of damage second attack natural 20 Ooh. for 18 points of damage. okay uh, think
0: that's think that's it. yeah. Arjan something happened while you were stunned. Can you hear a voice that says, I can tell you're a businessman. Wouldn't you like expedited shipping as well for your company? We can make this happen. Do not attack Jeff.
3: Uh, That does sound like a prime business opportunity.
0: that's it you just get asked politely do not attack jeff then next up gwen gwen you are still stunned
2: no nope still stunned that's a 13
0: okay with the plus three with plus four well plus four minus one
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question. Sure. Uh, can I still do my uh, ancestral ancestral protector while I'm stunned?
0: Uh, while you're stunned, you cannot take actions, bonus actions, or reactions, I believe. Let me check the wording. Yeah, because you're also incapacitated. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okie dokie. Just making sure. Yes. I'll be over here, guys. You got this. You're doing great.
0: <laughs> Next up, Caleb. Kalem, you have just seen this latch onto Coriander. Yeah, why not? Sixth level, never
1: more. Okay. Uh, that's a 22. Yeah, 22 will hit. For
0: 47 force. Holy shit. Okay. Jeff is looking not great.
1: Mmm, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's all I can really do.
0: Okay. Corey, you are stunned because of this grapple.
4: When one is stunned, they are incapacitated. They cannot move. They cannot speak. They automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Uh, And attack rolls against them have advantage.
0: All right. The intelligence save does not allow you to repeat at the end of your turn for this grapple. So it is once again Jeff's turn. And Corey, you also hear that same voice that Arjan heard directly going into his dome that says, Why, you could be Jeff, if you so desired. Think of it. A group of people at your disposal, willing to spread good cheer and joy as far as the eye can see. That's what you want, isn't it?
4: Cory currently has tentacles on her face. This is not the right time.
0: Oh, it's the right time for Jeff, though. Uh, as he <laughs> always a pr- is, it's always a prime time. As he brings your face closer to his own, you see a small lamprey-like mouth as your head is forced downward, and he attempts to use his extract brain attack against you. Uh, sorry, that fails. Corey has none. <laughs> that just means it'll be really easy to sip out. So he has advantage against the attack. So that is a 24 to hit you. Definitely hits. Okay. So then let me see. I did not have that many dice on hand. I don't know why. So Corey, you are going to be taking 47 points of psychic damage. Ow. You still up? Yeah, I am. Good. Good. Because it would have been bad if you had been reduced to zero by this thing. Oh, for sure. But now there is a definite, uh, you can feel the teeth kind of like gnawing on your oh. forehead trying to get in. Mm, like... Bad leech. Next up, Arjan. Well,
3: I have to say, I do think this is a prime time to kindle a wonderful business operation, but something about this just makes me twitch. This is bad. I can't, I can't get inspiration because it's not my <laughs> game, but, uh, I, what better. I can do is I can use bonus action to cast hail of thorns. Okay. Um,
0: And uh, make some attacks On Jeff And Hail of Thorns is like a buckshot style Yeah Alright so Jeff is currently grappled onto Corey So you would be hitting your your good friend Corey She'll be fine Yeah she's stunned she's fine (laughs) And also Kalen because he was over there Casting melee attacks are you
3: concentrating on anything?
0: Do it. E- Either of you. Okay. I'm not concentrating on anything. All right. Except so the tw- murder. Is it
3: 23 going to hit?
0: Oh yeah. I think that'll hit everybody here.
3: Okay. Well, first off, he's going to be taking uh 17 points of damage. Okay. Uh, I will need a deck save, which Corey is going to fail if she's incapacitated or stunned.
0: Jeff gets a 14. Uh, that is not enough. Okay. I got a 0. Okay, so Or no, a gonna, 4.
3: So everybody's going to be taking 9 points of piercing damage.
0: On top of that.
4: I reduce it by 3.
0: So, Arjan... What does it look like when you blast Jeff for the final time? Oh, I'd like to think uh,
3: he just goes up and, like, point-blank shotgun blasts uh, Jeff as soon as he
0: does that horrible, horrible pun. I'm here for it. Uh, So horrible pun bespoke. Corey, you feel Jeff, like, reel back off of you. Uh, You also are, uh, like... Poked full of holes from Arjun's shotgun blast. Uh, But Jeff sort of like recoil ragdolls off uh, and then just collapses onto the ground, writhes a little bit, and then just ceases movement.
4: There's like a cork popping noise as he disconnects.
0: There is, there are teeth marks in a circular fashion, just dead center of your forehead.
4: Lay on hands. For for the lot. She's she's gonna do a lay on hands for all of it.
2: (laughs) How's it 10?
0: Still fails.
2: (laughs) I think that's the fourth time I rolled.
0: Bless. Well, you got six more for the minute to be up. Uh but out of combat. Uh I feel like you guys could just either like let this minute go if Gwen will, like, historically fail every single save.
2: My next uh, one was a save, just so you know. Okay, cool. <laughs> I rolled an 18 on the next one. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, ah! We should probably keep trying to find the presents. Do we win? E, sort of.
2: Salad. Uh,
1: Caleb's going to take the portable hole and drape it over Jeff's body, and then fold it up again.
0: Okay.
2: Holy shit! That's awesome!
0: Yep, you have taken the body of Jeff. uh, Jeff the Mind Flayer. So, uh, on this area of the ship that you are currently on, looking around, you can kind of see that there is, now that things have subsided a little bit you can see that there is what looks like a table uh that has been set up and on this table you can see that there are three of these nautiloid ships there is an expansive land some woods and then a tower resting there uh and it seems like there are other nautiloid ships that are off of this map uh that are that look like they were in the process of getting closer because these bits and pieces aren't being moved physically it seems like they are kind of moving on their own and you can just see ever so slightly that there are several making their way towards here but they have not made their way to the holiday nexus just yet um and You also see that there is another hole in this floor uh, that leads down below as well, and this looks like it would actually get you closer to the cargo decks, uh, or at least the cargo deck where you would assume the presents are being held. And Cory and Arjan, the two of you here, reinforcements are on the way, you could simply acknowledge our shipping practices as superior.
3: Ignored. Okay. Read red at Seen 939.
0: At, yep. <laughs> Left on red. <laughs> so, Calum, you are the first person to jump down below. And when you do, you can see that there are... there's quite a sight. In this room, you can see that there are a pile of packages on one side of the room and a pile of packages on the other between the right and the left to the back of the room. There is There's no other real way to describe this. There is a brain that is sitting in a large pool of brine. And this brain looks like it would be even larger than something like a Fomorian would be able to keep inside of their giant skull. And there are two of these Mind Flayers that are standing next to them, one of which has one of these small packages opened. And there is a black tadpole-like thing being manu- mm. being moved from the briny pools of this brain that is being deposited into the package.
5: Mm-mm. They close
0: it Mm-mm. and then set it into the secondary pile. Galem, you were the first person in this room. What are you doing?
1: Are they doing what I think they're doing? They want to ship out little, uh, sluggies to kids all over the world?
0: It's, um, it is a Primarch membership.
1: He casts Moonfire on those presents. Okay. Which is a giant hunk of ice.
0: Right, it is the equivalent of a fireball, correct? Yes. Alrighty, so... Well, thankfully, I already had initiative set up for these guys. So, Kayla, we'll just use initiative from last time. And let me see. Yep, yep. Okay. I'll just take this
4: time to do all of my lay on hands clicking. (laughs) Thanks, D and D Beyond.
0: It's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, so, <laughs> Talem, what is the what is the DC? Fuck.
1: Uh DC Dex
0: 16. Okay. So the brain makes it, uh, but the mind flayers do not. It seems like this is a weirdly dexterous brain. Uh but, yeah, Two failures, one success. Brain shield. I have a uh sorry. Does
4: it jiggle like a bowl full of jello?
0: Slurp, slurp, slurp,
4: I'm making a lot of Christmas references, and I feel like nobody's getting them.
0: I don't like Jello, so I never had it for Christmas.
4: It's it's Santa when he laughs, belly laughs. Oh,
2: it's Billy. That was like a full like of Jenny. Jello.
4: I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day on Christmas Day in the morning.
2: No,
1: this is not what this is referencing.
4: I well, I did that earlier. Never mind. Go on.
1: Bomb ice ball. Thirty-two <laughs> points of cold damage for the fail. Uh, sixteen on a success. Okay.
0: Uh, 16 you said for yes. a half save yeah yes okay sounds good so boop, boop,
5: boop, boop, boop.
0: okay so Kalem that was you rushing in next up in the initiative order is Corey uh, who I'm guessing would be jumping down right after him Anybody and you also see like this abysmal thing unfold
4: i see does anybody here look like a spellcaster
0: uh you do not see any of them that are innately spellcasty
4: well in that case i'd like to line up for a lightning bolt uh i think i could get the brain and at least one illithid oh yeah all right bazap okay If anybody's played Guild Wars 2, it's the mystic uh, attacking with a greatsword animation.
0: They both fail.
4: Cool. Here comes some damage. This is 8d6 lightning damage. That's going to be 28.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Excellent. Next up is... Mind Flayer who has not been Bazaped. Uh and, hey Calem, Corey, anybody mm-hmm. else who is on the second floor? Need some intelligence saves.
2: Uh oh. not me, right? I'm on the i I'm still up on the other floor, right? Yep,
0: the only two who have been able to drop down so far are our elves. That's another thirty.
2: That's
4: another eleven.
0: Okay. <laughs> Corey, you are once again stunned as this thing just puts his hands up to its head and gives the old blasty boots uh you are going to be taking 22 points of psychic damage ow as this happened and then next up arjan arjan you have just seen a like reverberating wave of psychic energy pulse out
3: okay i would like to drop down and start shooting
0: okay uh this this is the first round of a new initiative, right? It is. You're using the same numbers as the old one, but Great. Uh that means I get a dread ambusher.
3: Uh so yeah, I would like to uh shoot the brain and mark it as my favorite foe if and when I hit. Um you know what? i also before before I make an attack i would like to uh hail of thorns at fourth level okay so uh yeah make my first attack does a uh 27 hit the brain a 27 does indeed hit the brain All right, so that's going to be uh, eighteen points of damage for the first attack, with an additional. Uh, I need everybody to make it make a dex save within five
0: feet of the brain. Okay. That would be the two mind flayers. One of them failed. One of them succeeded.
3: Uh, twenty-four points of piercing damage on a failure. Uh, twelve points on a success.
0: Okay so the f- uh,
3: the the brain and the mind flayers
0: yes the brain also failed so the brain is going to take 24 you said yes okay so
3: 24.
0: okay so the creature uh that had been blasted with lightning uh, has now suffered enough damage that they just collapse and are kind of like spilled over into the brain's pool. All right. Uh,
3: 25 is also going to hit the brain. Okay, yeah. For, uh, 16 points of damage. Okay. And Dread Amb. Well, the first one was my Dread Ambush. 32 is going to hit, uh,. For fifteen
0: points. Okay. Sounds good.
3: Uh, that is my turn.
0: All right. So, at the end of your turn, the brain is going to use a legendary action. Fuck. <laughs> to psychically pulse in your brain, Arjan. As you take 11 points of psychic damage. Gwen, it is your turn.
2: I jump down.
0: Okay, you see Cory is stunned. There are a bunch of packages. Some of these packages look like they were in the process of getting these little black tadpole thingies dunked into them. Uh, there is a large brain uh, at the end of the way that also has these like coarse black tendrils coming up from a briny pool wrapped over it. Uh, and Arjan is kind of like has just taken some psychic damage as well.
2: But he is attacking the brain?
0: Yes, he looks like he is attacking the brain.
2: All right, I'd like to use my bonus action to manifest an echo. Okay. And then I would like to attack the brain if I can get there.
0: Yeah, you can definitely get up to the brain.
2: Recklessly. All right, the first one is a 24. Okay. The second one is, oh, no. The second one is a 17.
0: 17 also hits.
2: Oh, cool. I will also uh, unleash an incarnation uh, to have uh, Greybeard attack it from where he is. GB? Oh, I'm sorry, Gray Skull. <laughs> I've gone so many episodes without making that mistake. That's a 29 to hit.
0: OK. All of those hit.
2: OK, so the first two, it's oh, I only have 2D, OK. That was a 2, so oh, that's a 1. OK. So that's going to be uh, nineteen on the first attack, sixteen on the second attack, and it's a two. It's a two. Wait, do I re-roll all of the twos?
0: Just your first one uh, your first set of ones and twos.
2: Okay. So that's twelve damage on the third attack. Okay. Gwen just wants to hit things and she hasn't had a chance to, so well,
0: good. This creature, you're right up on it. That is all that it really wants out of this. That is yeah. its happy, magical Christmas land.
2: Is it? Yes. Oh. Wait. Shit. Uh oh. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. I need everyone to
0: make another intelligence saving throw. As this brain just ripples with psychic energy.
2: 13. A net 20!
0: Also a net 20. <laughs> yes!
2: Thank you, Lauren. 24.
0: Okay. Everyone except the person who is already stunned. Uh is going is going to be fine and will not be taking any damage during this. Corey, you however are going to be taking. A total of 35 points of psychic damage.
2: Minus nine and half of the rest. Okay, hold on. What was it? 35.
0: 35, 35 minus, minus nine. is 26.
2: Half
3: of the rest. 26. So and
2: 13. Then half- 13. 13. Thank you. She already has
0: such a headache. Okay. That was its action. Next step is Calem. Steal and strike fifth level. Here we go.
1: Uh,
0: illithid one gets a 15 hit. Uh, 15 just hits, and there is only one Illithid left besides the brain. Ah. Yes. Well, 25 points of force damage. Okay. And the
1: brain gets a 21 okay Four. please stop spinning thank you 34 points of force okay
0: sounds good then at the end of your turn it is going to use a tentacle attack as gwen you are right up on the edge of this pit you have been doing nothing but wanting to hit this thing Uh, as you so loudly suggested. Uh, So it is going to try and make an attack towards Yi. So that is a 16
2: to hit. That just hits (laughs) my AC. It's never usually that close.
0: You take 28 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. and you are grappled
2: so he thinks this is exactly
0: where I want it to
2: be Merry yes.
0: Christmas to me uh, and that was it's legendary action so then next up is Corey okay Corey so make your intelligence save ooh 22 you saved hooray she shakes herself out of it. Sweet deal. He's going to use another legendary action for a tentacle. Corey, just oh. a 16 hit you. No. OK, so this tendril shoots out of the briny pool, having grappled onto Gwen and reeled her in, and attempts to do the same to you. Thankfully, though, you've finally shaken off this paralysis. This ship sucks uh but you are able to uh get that taken care of no issue so that was it for its turn next up is this old mind flayer who is going to approach you calem uh and they are going to make a uh, a tentacle attack towards you so calem does an 18 hit don't if i shield okay are you shielding now i'm shielding okay sounds good so his is... brain is
1: staying firmly in my cabeza. thank you very much all
0: right uh so it is not able to do that uh towards you then next up at the end of that mind flayer's turn it is going to psychically pulse arjan again so arjan you're going to be taking 10 points of psychic damage And that is the end of the round so at the top Arshan
3: I would like to uh how many mine players are up just uh, one
0: just one and then Gwen is currently being uh hoisted towards the brain above the briny pool filled with the uh little black tadpoles is she within five feet she is uh within five feet of the creature yes is she stunned? She is grappled, but not stunned. Cool. So you you'll you'll get advantage
3: on Dex save, right?
2: Kay. Yes, if I can see it.
3: All oh right. Boy. Uh, third level hail of thorns for my bonus action. For my action, I would like to shoot.
0: Okay.
2: How's an eight?
3: <laughs> uh, an eight does not succeed. That's fine. Uh, a 30 is going to hit. Oh, yeah. I would like to remark this as my favorite foe. Uh, because I lost concentration on that. And then it's going to be taking 16 points of piercing damage. And then I need it, the other Mind Flayer, Gwen, who has failed, uh, to make deck saves. Uh, DC 16.
2: Okay i did not make it
0: uh, it would if it had more health than that it had 12 left when you shot it okay but the mind flare still needs to yes the mind flare got a 12 on its okay save.
3: that's not enough it will be taking 18 points and so will gwen
0: all right that mind flare goes down what uh, kind
2: of damage was it i'm sorry
0: piercing piercing
2: 18
0: yeah gwen. 18 piercing the tendril around you that this brain had uh, had hoisted you up with and was pulling you in closer suddenly goes limp. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw with advantage because of danger sense as you begin tumbling towards this briny pool full of these little black tadpoles.
2: 2018.
0: an 18. An 18 is good. You are able to land uh, very quickly onto the ledge and kind of like lean forward doing the like oop, arm motioning like no, 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 no uh, back from it. So you are thankfully not dunked uh, in the brain juice. Uh, but as soon as this final shot is dealt into the brain itself uh, and Gwen, you land and can feel yourself like starting to teeter, you're not the only one who feels yourself starting to teeter as the ship begins to list. And it looks like you just destroyed its navigation center.
2: <laughs> Guys, this is what we wanted to happen, right? Is Cory okay? Yep,
4: no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Quick, let's get to a window
0: uh is there a window is no there... you have <laughs> not seen any <laughs> is windows there a sphincter on this. uh <laughs> there is on the top or if you go way to the back but that actually would probably lead inside of its shell oh boy um we have to go up quick up and out i'm on Caleb's gonna
1: quickly grab the presents that haven't been tadpoled and cram them into the ba- um hole the hole
0: yeah Okay, and they all just fall on top of Jeff's lifeless body.
1: He's gonna press a hand against the hull and try casting a Nevermore at 7th level against it.
2: One looks at him, looks at her axe. Um, 22?
0: 22 to hit?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that'll
0: hit. Sure. Oh. Oh. Uh, 52 points
1: of force damage
0: okay uh there is a large dent now on the inside of uh on the inside of this hole where you have used this spell uh from the sheer amount of force damage and somewhere somewhere deep inside of this ship you hear a pained groaning and it seems like the ship is alive as you probably guessed Nope, I tried. Do do we need to try
3: and jump on one of the other ships? Um...
1: Can we steer this at all? I don't think
2: so.
1: Unless you want to get hooked up to the ship.
0: And you can feel it just, like, beginning to tilt.
2: Okay, I have a question, DM. Yes! Does my strength transfer... When I'm flying, yes, Calum,
0: not to like where you could grab your own shirt, throw yourself up in the air, <laughs> and then just keep throwing yourself for the, right, right, right. Yeah,
2: uh, Calum, cast fly on me
3: or on everybody. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, do that or everybody but me.
1: Um, does the when ship... you're gonna have to ride with Arjan? Does the ship count as no. a creature? It do. For spell slot purposes, you're going to have to ride on Arjan, because no. I have fifth level spell slots.
2: No, I'm going to move this ship and crash it into the other ones. I'm the only one strong enough to do it. How far is it from
4: the other two creatures?
0: Uh there would probably be at least a sixty foot breadth from one, uh, one, uh, cargo or one like dock or deck to the other.
4: So. Scatter specifies creatures, but it doesn't put a limit on what size of creature you can cast. Are they creatures on. that you can see? I mean I can see this one.
0: Yes. You do know where this one is.
4: Stand by. I mean don't stand by. go 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 on, but I this is in my mind now.
2: I need you to cast it on me so that I can move the ship into the other ships. I'm the only one strong enough to do it.
1: You know what? Fine. He casts uh, Fly on Gwen and Quarry.
2: Okay. Gwen is going to fly out of this ship and steer it so it's going to fall into another one. I don't think she's smart enough to be able to do the pool math to be able to like hit that one so it falls into that one, but we're going to go with the first one. Okay. One into one.
0: In
4: the meantime, the rest of us could be climbing on top of it.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh so as you are getting onto uh the deck of the first ship, Gwen, uh Superman style, you just whip around to the side and begin pushing. I need you to make an athletics check.
2: Am I still raging?
0: Uh say you could enter a rage before doing this.
2: Let's do it. Not that I need it.
0: <laughs> Just have just have Gray like punching you in the shoulder to keep it going.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh how is at uh, this an athletic check. how's a 21? A 21 uh it is
0: listing thankfully with your 21 you are able to at least like push it until it is listing roughly in this direction. Mm-hmm. And as you are pushing it you hear a what sounds like wind rushing? From directly above where you are, and you see coming through uh what looks just like a ripple on water, but in the sky, the bow of another ship. This ship is of a much different design, though. This is a much more familiar design. Uh and pushing through, you see a Gith Yankee vessel. Uh, and aboard this Gith Yankee. You see uh, two familiar uh, individuals, both Bill and Ted, just, hey, how's it going? And they (laughs) wave down towards you. And as they are waving, like a streak of red against this otherwise knighted sky, you watch as Rasa sails through. And seeing these Nautiloids not taking the time to say hello, knowing that she has a job to do, uh, will fly down to the base of the third nautiloid the one that you are not able to push one into the other and the tendrils on the front spear begin to separate and try and grip out towards her and she is just like kicking down with her back feet tearing into the base hole of this ship until she can make at least the slightest bit of purchase and you see a deep flame rumbling in her gut up her throat and then just her head's like r- like shaking back and forth as this deep ancient elemental fire just fills this nautiloid and from the opened maw of the front side you actually see flames coming out for just a moment as she just incinerates the shit out of this ship. And now all three of these ships are falling. And Bill and Ted jump down from their ships, and for any survivors on the middle vessel that currently has your guys' is being pushed into it, the two of them working in tandem is a sight to behold. In and of itself, there is a lot of flourishing, uh, but it looks like one of them has like taken on more of like a barbarian style, uh, and like seeing Gwen uh, just like closes his eyes, shakes his head back and forth, says, "Ah!" And then charges forward, and they just go into the deck of the second ship.
2: Uh, Gwen's gonna run up and grab Caleb, because he's the only one who doesn't fly, right?
0: The Garjan grabbed me. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Okay, perfect. Then I will fly next to my kin in a in a triangular pattern as we watch them destroy these ships.
3: Should we try and get the presence off the other ships?
2: I think we might just have to make more. Yeah, fan off Uh,
1: really quick Caleb's gonna dimension door onto the Githyanki ship
0: Okay There are three Githyanki but, but, uh, that are currently okay. In a meditative Stance Uh, That one of them sort of like opens their Eyes towards you And then closes it again as they're And just Are you the one who requested backup? Yes we appreciate this
1: gift. Well, consider it tides, And he'll pull out the hole, jump in, grab Jeff, and huck him out. Um, this one is trying to
0: spread their After tadpoles. After we are done piloting these vessels, I cannot concentrate on flight. While you are talking to me about this. Sits down and waits. Okay. And after about 10 minutes tops between Rasa Bill and Ted the Githyanki and your group, uh, you are able to successfully destroy the uh, this remaining armada. Uh, and or this remaining set of trade ships. Uh, and as you do, uh, as Rasa finishes igniting she'll actually like fly up next to you Arjan. Uh, and, um, she expresses that she is happy to see you, uh, even with the circumstances, then you see, like, a mind flayer trying to run off the deck, and she just is like, hold on, goes down. Uh, Arjan tries to snipe it first. Yeah. Uh, make an attack roll. If yours is higher than hers, you'll get it.
3: 21.
0: She got a three on the die, so Arjan, as she goes to, like... (laughs) swat at it just and she like looks at you like you just took my kill but then she realizes that you're using the crossbow that she gave her and she's like yeah fuck yeah like there is a, a moment of acknowledgement between the two of you uh and very quickly again these vessels just sort of collide down into the ground below uh and the githyanki vessel also does a gentle circle sets down onto the snow and Rasa is just going to like breath weapon flame the flame as many ships as she can until they are nothing but wreckage.
2: One is like right behind her doing like rock, you know, hands up in the air like, fuck yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's doing like making the Bill and Ted air guitar with Bill and Ted.
0: Wild give Yankees still in Uh, so yes, as this is all happening, Calum, Now that the ship is rested onto the ground, uh, the one that was meditating, speaking to you, takes a deep sigh. I do apologize, but trying to focus on flight and new information is still a process. And the Queen. Again, thanks you for letting her know of a new hunting ground, he says as he looks around the empty space. New hunting ground, new quarry. Uh,
1: This particular illithid wanted to ship out a lot of their tadpoles using gifts.
0: And who provided... This. Did you say its name was Jeff? Yes. And who provided this Jeff with these presents? Unknown. They look at you, kind of squint. Then we will be wary of all gifts that we see on the material plane. For they could be Jeff's tricks. Cam will nod his head. Well? Do you know of any more of these... beings here? No,
1: from the information we gathered, there were only three ships in the sky.
0: They nod. Are you familiar with the ruler of these lands? Yes. Would you like to initiate talks with them? An introduction would be in order.
1: Okay. Yeah. Gael okay, will
0: hop off the ship and motion for them to follow. Okay. Uh, and when you motion for them to follow, they all get off the ship. One of them will stay behind. Uh, and you see that as uh, you are all leaving its presence there is a cloaking effect that seems to go over the ship like uh, you recognize this as a hallucinatory terrain spell uh, to kind of hide its presence and uh, at this point Rasa is back up with the uh, back up with your group uh, and um Bill and Ted are also there, and they are like, "Yeah, it was awesome." Like they are like definitely chatting it up with you, Gwen. Uh, they don't believe they've ever met you before, but they they like your style. You were gone on that session, uh, but they are very excited to meet somebody who is of a similar mindset when it comes to when it comes to battle strategy. And together, your group is able to make it back to Santar's fortress. Uh, and when you arrive, um, Baba Farrell has changed uh, from the very tattered, worn Fomorian clothes that she had before and is now wearing uh, like a red, uh, like a nice red sweater that seems very cozy uh she has again like kind of uh thicker leggings on as well she just looks very cozy, and that purplish skin that you associate with her as a night hag seems to be lessening in color um and uh she has set out uh what looks just like cups of hot cocoa there are other beverages and uh bereavements that sort of thing Uh, that you are able to indulge yourselves upon. Uh, And Santar's, both real and mechanical, uh, are there to greet you as well. And Santar uh, comes out uh, just with a deep-hearted laugh uh, as he sees the lot of you. Uh, And just says, That was a sight to behold! congrat What the hell? And, like, points up towards the giant red dragon that's there.
2: You wanted our help, this is what you get, man.
0: I... (laughs) That's incredible. Really. uh, And, like, looks at the fortress. We might have room for everyone. Yeah, I just want to say, next
3: time you have, you know, mind flayer problems, you might want to call in the professionals pointing back at Rasa and the uh, gith.
0: And the gith end up looking towards Santar and say... Are you the ruler of this place? Uh, Yes. Yes, I am. We have a feeling that from this area, you have access to many facets of the multiverse. Is this correct? Uh, yes. And this is a relatively safe place, minus the... Jeff incident. Is this also correct? And Santor sort of like furrows his brow. Just like eyeing Santor.
3: Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Answer yes. I dare you.
2: Hey, uh, uh.
1: Out there.
2: What? Well, well, uh, I have a question. Uh, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but, um, this is kind of like a holy ground. Like, a lot of people really, like, depend on this area. You guys don't have, like, ill intentions being here, right?
0: We are guardians. Good. We make sure that places like this do not succumb to the powers of the Illithid or this Jeff individual.
2: Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure you weren't, like, edging for more territory, okay?
0: We seek to... If allowed, have a post here. A station, if you will. You would have a set of defenders at your disposal. And in return, all we ask is for a jumping ground. Santar just... uh, uh And looks towards Mechanus Santar. And Mechanus Santar nods and says... Um, it would be fortuitous to have more guardians. And Santar just sort of, like, shakes his head and laughs and says, uh, I, yeah. Make yourselves at home out there, I guess. If you need anything, please let me know. I do owe you a great debt. A debt that the queen will surely call upon one day. But for now, this will suffice. And you see that this gift does not smile. But there is like a little bit of their voice as they are speaking that would denote that they are pleased with this interaction.
2: Santar, we weren't we weren't able to get all the presents back. They were doing bad things with them.
0: Santar He looks deflated when you say this. And he says, I just. I just wanted to make sure everyone was able to get them all at the same time.
2: Right. Well, and, you have time distortion powers, right? I mean, if we all work really hard, can we save it?
0: And Baba Farrell looks at you, looks at Santar, and says, He has time and like brushes her hand away and then goes up to Santar and like puts a hand on the side of his face and says how about instead of trying to do it all at once you make it span out for seven to ten days that way you can make sure everyone gets it in a timely fashion, but you aren't so constricted in doing the things that you're interested in doing,
3: or even like
2: twelve, or like eight nights, some
0: modicum of nights. Eight well, to I just, 12. I, I really liked everybody opening them all at once. That was. Like, that's the important part. And Baba Farrell, like, wags a finger in front of his face and says, You have lost the importance of being a toy maker, Archfey. The purpose of making toys is not to ensure that everyone opens theirs at the same time. The purpose is to bring joy regardless of the time of year. I will stay and help you with this. I will help you understand this. So that way, as they pointed out, you do not have another Jeff situation on your hands. And I also do not have to go back to a revolution that would surely see me stabbed. Santar kind of slowly nods. You know, you make a lot of sense. And she, like, pats the side of his cheek and says, I know I do. Now, who wants Coco?
1: I'll take mine to, well, over there. Santar, do you have
0: any maps and charts of where you deliver? Uh, And when you say that, uh, Santar is like, Ugh. And looks towards the large computer setup that he has. And Mechanis Santar, their mouth extends down and open like a nutcracker. And you see a bright gem on the inside begin to glow. And it fills the space around you with a map of, as far as Mechanis Santar is aware, the known multiverse. It is a collection of crystal spheres. Cool. Kalem's going to take whatever time
1: they have to try and optimize a route for just this one Yuletide. Okay,
0: make an uh, an Arcana check. 26. Okay. So, Kalem, you are able to, knowing that you are going to be having a... Knowing that you're going to be working with a set of days somewhere between 12 to 7 as far as uh, Santar's shipment time is uh, made available, you are able to better organize a route between these separate places. And you kind of get like a brief rundown on certain areas being like, oh, we can't go here. That's the plane of fire. Only certain Santars can actually deliver over here uh that sort of thing so it does take you a little bit of time but you do work with them enough uh that you were able to help secure uh a route gwen what would you like to be doing as uh as this santar adventure begins to wrap up
2: i think gwen's gonna try and help make toys as much as she can okay or encourage people who are making toys do you have any kind of artisan tools Well, that's a good question. Um, Yes, pan pipes. uh, I I have a dice set and flutes. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So,
0: if you wanted to help out with toys, that would be a sleight of hand check. Ooh, uh, okay. And if you wanted to help people uh, make toys faster, you could either do an intimidation or a performance check. Uh, depending on how you would like to uh, get them into shape to make said toys.
2: Well, I got a 14 for sleight of hand.
0: Okay. So for sleight of hand, Gwen, you are able... What kind of toys are you making? Because uh, you can't make anything that has, like, uh, any kind of articulation. These are kind of no, going no. to be very much, like, little totems.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make... um. And
0: are you making them for like children's, or are you making them for your yeah, friends?
2: Absolutely for children, because uh, Gwen is not that skilled. Uh, but I'm gonna make an, an ara- No, no. What is the the creature that the Goliath use as? Orak. You know, Orak. She's gonna make a bunch of little Orak things out of her with her little hatchet and uh, some wood. She's gonna make sure one of them gets to her brother.
0: Okay. And then, Cory. is there anything that you're doing?
2: Uh,
4: She's going to make sure that a shipment of toys is delivered to some Elydren children. I mean, I guess there's not any Elydren children in the... uh, back at the revolution right now they like a uh, toy maker made sure the only eldren eldren child that was there got out right
1: yeah uh gift to her
4: yeah she'll she'll make sure something special goes to bianca
0: okay and arjan what are you
3: doing i would like to assist with the toy making uh, in that, I would like to use my alchemy supplies to create the D and D equivalent of five-hour
0: energy. Uh, that sounds like a perfect gift for children. Let's use, let's do that alchemy rule. Well, I, I was thinking more for like oh the for goblins. the toy makers. Got it. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, Arjun's instant energy. Uh,
3: it's like a haste in, spell.
0: With wisdom? I wisdom would alchemy? say this is a wisdom. It would be like a medicine check, probably. And if you aren't skilled uh, in medicine, then you would gain proficiency with it through your tools. Yeah, a wisdom check with alchemy. Yeah. So, plus 8, 20. Okay. Yeah, Arjan, you, you know, like, you have felt the effects of a haste spell before, you've had coffee before you've had a variety of of potent beverages and teas you're fairly certain you have a good idea how to do this so you spend the next little bit of time actually making uh these five hour energies for all of the all of the goblin workers um long rest energy oh yeah long rest energy they love it they think this is great uh have you In the movie The Iron Giant, when the young kid Hogarth first tries espresso, like, they are just, like, shaking, being like, this is great! Like, they are so full of energy at this point. Um, And after you've done, uh, finished distributing this, uh, you hear the telltale sounds of very, very large uh, draconic paws making their way through the snow towards you. Uh, And Rasa approaches you uh, and says that she was very glad that she got to see you again. She didn't think that she was going to, uh, but on the material planes, apparently, there there is a tradition of giving gifts when you are excited to see someone. And she hands you a small bundle. It is not wrapped very well. It looks like it is like a scarf wrapped up on something. And when you open it, it is a finely made dragon chess board.
3: Oh. Well, thank you,
0: Rasa. And she nods and says, the gift you gave me was a new hunting crown. Are you sure you don't want to expertly cut Jim. And, like, her eyes get really big and then, like, kind of, like, turns her head away and says, that would be nice, but I, it's not necessary.
3: No, I, I will reach into my back of holding and pull out a uh, ruby that is worth a thousand gold pieces.
1: If you like it, you should put a link on it.
0: And she takes it and looks at it and then clutches it in her draconic hand and tells you thank you. And should you ever meet again, she would like to play chess once more. And does anybody else have anything that you would like to do during this Santar side story?
2: Just tell Santar thank you and you're welcome and, you know, it's cool to see you again.
0: And he laughs and says, you'll see me again.
2: I did. Just. What?
4: (laughs) Uh, Corey will give uh, Baba Farrell uh, her heartfelt thanks.
0: And Baba Farrell just sort of like dismisses it. Like, you do not need to thank me. I I was simply doing the mother's bidding.
4: I don't think anything that we did there would have been possible without you. So thank you,
0: Tormierka. And she smiles and uh, tells you, be careful. And make sure those surfaces can experience the seasons once again. I promise. And She will gently put a hand onto your shoulder and that, that is when Mechanis Santar uh, will approach, and they have a stopwatch. And they wind the stopwatch and then look towards you and say, you wish to be returned to the exact moment. Correct?
2: Yes, please. Yes.
0: And they onto the stopwatch and you see the hands beginning to wind and they go very quickly and as they do a portal of golden light appears underneath the four of you. This is very much uh, more of like a mechanist themed winter uh, than it is Santar's uh, specific summoning circles and with that you feel yourselves being wreathed in this golden light and with the sound of bells and merriment you are Taken from where you are, and then are immediately standing back in the center of the arena of the Dyson uh, of the Dyson's Amphitheater, minus Caleb, who had gone up and uh, to investigate the body of Ardent and stand next to uh, Osmond, the voice of the Revolution, who is looks like they are just winding down from the speech that they have given. And that is where we will call it for tonight's holiday special. So I would like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful excursion through the holiday nexus. I had a blast, but I always have a blast whenever these people are on the show. So, hey, Caleb, RJ, where can I find you? What do you do? Hey everybody, I'm Arjun here
1: on the channel. You can catch me at RJS282 on Twitter and Twitch where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream video games with my friends. You can catch me here always on Mondays at Kalem, the Shatterkai wizard cleric. Uh, This Thursday we're doing Elegant Magic over at G Game Nights where I play uh, Jarvis Hawk. He's a magic thief boy who wants to get out of the family business Uh, and Saturday we're not doing anything. Sunday morning, you can catch me over at the Hype Goblins channel where I play Roland Grandbrook. He is a cleric, sorcerer, half elf who is a monster fucker. Um, and hey, guess what? Second weekend guesting on Rhyme of the Frostmaidens here on the Indoor Adventures, then
2: Hello everybody, I'm LB Hackem Up. You can follow me at LB Hack'em Up on the Twitters and the Twitches. Um, I am going to be streaming next, uh, probably tomorrow evening on GGK. I don't think I'm gonna be streaming during the day. I have life stuff to do. Um, and then on Thursday I'll be streaming. Lauren and I will be doing a little bit of jack's jackbox gaming on our channel. Uh and gosh i probably will probably be drunk and it'll be great because new year's eve um and then on new year's day we're going to be doing a very special game that i will let indoor talk a little bit more about but i will be playing a snowman sam the snowman uh, and then on ggk on sunday for uh, Slaying 101 where we have the b squad everyone's playing their secondary characters and I've decided that I'm gonna have everyone sit down and like go around the circle and like tell us a little about yourself, um, but in the most college way that you can think of. So it's gonna be great. Uh, DanaeKehner.com. Uh, <clears> Hoi.
3: <throat> I'm Cyber. Uh, you can find most of my stuff at cyberworld like my Twitch. I play video games badly and talk about lore. Uh, this Saturday, we're coming back to a longer series I'm going to be playing Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. Uh, I will probably be, be doing a lot of push-ups while I do the game because it's a square game. Of course, I got to do that. Why not? Get swole. New Year's, same bullshit as last one. Uh, archives are on YouTube. Um, look, uh, pay Pay attention to at Let's Talk About pod uh and let's talk about it youtube and on spotify because uh there might be a new episode coming out before the end of the year i'm hoping that i get the next episode out before the end of the year fingers crossed um it's it's gonna be a good a very different episode but very good uh check out jabroni tv and all the the cool people there uh they're they're all doing really cool things. Eventually we'll get more videos out. Eventually. Um, but man, on to content is hard to edit. Um f- f- for the games I'm oh in. Uh I'm here. Uh I'm here on Mondays. Hey, you found us. Good for you. Uh I'm also here on Thursdays. We doing not one on Thursday. I didn't prep for one on Thursday, but maybe. I, I got time uh and that's it for now eventually on a tuesday we'll be back uh playing werewolf the apocalypse on uh high shelf gaming but for now that's uh that's 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 all folks nakinger.com
4: speaking of dennekeener.com hi everybody i'm Keener. you can find me at dennekeener.com i do nerdy drawings mostly related to DD and a lot of things on this channel i'm posting a lot of art right now so you want to go over there and check it out see what i've been up to for the past year um I play as Coriander the Allergen Paladin on Mondays, and this Sunday you can find me right here uh, during what would normally be our Tomb of Annihilation slot. Long gone. Now it's Icewind Dale, and I'm running it. So come and check that out. See see what these guys are getting up to. Satan prides herself on doing something called... uh, Oh,
0: shoot. What did she call it? Um, She just waves and says hello to the monsters as they arrive exactly like she she talks to the monsters
4: we haven't rolled initiative once (laughs) which i'm gonna try and rectify uh but yeah that's it danine
0: and if you've made it this far you probably already know who i am but if you don't hey acorns what's up it's me your buddy your pal your friend the indoor adventurer the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures this week we got a pretty full lineup going so on monday nights you already found us hey guess what it's our four keeps campaign this Wednesday we have our monster noir game uh holiday special being run by graybeard of graybeard at Greybeard tavern uh on Thursday we might be having uh, acquisitions incorporated game I, or tyrant security I don't know if we are or not but we'll figure that out stay tuned and on Friday uh hey guess what we liked doing it last year we're doing it again this year. Our dear friend Jordan PH silent in the middle of the, of the forgotten realms explained YouTube series is going to be running a dice or a dungeon crawl classics Christmas adventure that has to do with like candy worms this year. It's going to be crazy. Our our other dear friend Lex Mandrake is going to be joining us as a guest as well. So if you like either of those people and you're interested in, in dungeon crawl classics, feel free to come on by. Oh yeah. LB. Janae is gonna be there. I think RJ is gonna be there. I don't know. I've never played DCC before. I don't know what that's about, but we'll find out. So, uh here's hoping for the best Uh, and then on Sunday hey you already heard about it we got Icewind Dale that we're doing as well so again we got a bunch of content that's going to be coming out this week so feel free to go to our YouTube at youtube.com slash indoor adventures or anywhere audio casts are made available for free you can find us there under the same moniker catch up on all of the vods of each of the games that we play every week and of course you can always go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures to catch up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us at that Patreon and we will do our best to respond in kind. But with that, I would like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this year. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye! I hit the button.